Welcome to the Unicorn Mindset, where we explore the reasons you are choosing not to be the badass unicorn you are. Whether you're seeking to find inspiration as a leader or just want to show up as your authentic self, stick around. It's time to show the world your horn. I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I'm an entrepreneur and leader, but most importantly, a recently proclaimed unicorn. Hello, happy Monday. I wanted to come on today and actually talk about something that is a struggle for a lot of people and just something that I wanted to share with you guys. And that's that's emotional strength and really defining it. Um, and where does this really come from, right? Because we, as people, are having to constantly challenge our own thoughts and we have to do that consciously. Like we can't just expect our world to change and our life to change without a positive like thought swap. Okay. So let's, let's talk about this a little bit. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because lately there's been some things that are not, not going well in my world and they're stressful and they're really hard. And at the end of the day, I'm still here. Am I angry? Am I frustrated? Am I upset? At first? Yes. Like heartbrokenly upset. Okay. But now being a week beyond when this type of thing kind of happened and what kind of we're dealing with and all of that, I have kind of a different outlook on it. And I do believe in um, kind of leveraging that strength that I do have. And here's, here's the thing. Honestly, like we really need to, as a society, work on this because my husband and I and my son were all at the grocery store this weekend. And my husband and I were just noticing how stressed out and sad people are. Um, and maybe it's just our town. Maybe you're lucky and live in a town where everything is all peaches and cream. But legitimately, the world is going through some pretty tough struggles. There's some laws out there that are creating a lot of controversy. There's still hate in our world. And so people have just this innate stress on top of money struggles and still recovering from the pandemic. So to say that we're all happy-go-lucky individuals is absolutely a lie. But at the end of the day, to say that we have the ability to change our thought process is true, right? We absolutely have that strength and that ability. And sometimes, you know, I say this all the time, strong women, sometimes we need a coffee, we need a nap, we need a good cry, but we're going to dust ourselves off and we're going to get back to it. Okay. So that's what happened for me this weekend. I had several good cries. I watched Ted Lasso series finale and bawled like a baby. You know, I, (laughs) I had some great coffee. I even had an energy drink, which I normally don't do. I mean, I just came off of sleeping for 14 hours. Okay. So we just needed to recharge and that's okay. It's okay to have those moments. So you guys, when I was at the store, I got to share this with you because I was really surprised when I really started to look around and observe, right? So we're standing in line and normally I don't have to wait. Like normally I can go right up to the self-checkout, check out, be done, right? But we're standing in Sam's Club and I'm, I'm looking at the other people that are checking out and my husband turns to me and he goes, wow, people are so stressed. And I, I kind of looked around to see what he was thinking because I was, you know, standing there adding up our total and <laughs> making money make sense and all of those things. And that's that's the world I'm currently living in. And, and that's okay. It's going to get better. But I look around and there's a mom that's super stressed out because her kids want to, you know, scan the items because scanning is super fun, like all of those things. 
And then also I looked at the lady in front of me that I was waiting on. And like every time her husband or boyfriend or whoever was with her, her significant other was scanning, she would like keep looking at the total and like just have this stressed look on her face. And I recognized it so well because I feel the same way because I have that concern every time about money, even if we have the money, like if we have I don't know, like a few thousand dollars that we can spend, I'm still adding up things in my brain because I've conditioned to be that way, right? Like my whole life has been conditioned to be about money. And that's something that was inundated to me in the early time of my life. So that's something that (laughs) we'll talk about the money mindset and things a little bit later, because it is a journey that I'm on too. So I did absolutely work on my gratitudes. And that part of it couldn't have come at a better time because that's what really helped me get through. Um, and so <clears throat> I'm standing there and I'm looking at these people and I turn to my husband and I'm, I'm like, wow, we as a society really need gratitude. We really need to find ways to find emotional strength when we're struggling. And there needs to be something that gives, right? To like help us understand. And if that giving peace comes from us and it's an internal thing that we're really working towards, then that's truly all we can control, right? Like I can't control the hate in the world. I can constantly fight against it, which I will. I can't control the lawmakers that are making those choices. I can go vote and I do, right? Like I'm doing everything I can to help prevent the struggles and the negative that is happening in the world. And that's all we can really ask or expect from anyone, right? Is to continue to fight the good fight, to not just roll over and say, well, I can't do anything about it. But here's the thing, like when it comes down to finding our emotional strength, there's really three, um, they call them the three laws. And I wanted to share this with you guys, not because, you know, this is a Nicole Malcolm thought, but because motivation is, is truly fleeting, right? So our reason for motivation, our, our why sometimes is very hard to find when we're as stressed as we are. Okay. Emotional strength is really someone's ability to deal with challenges and respond back from them and bounce back. It's not about like being hard, you know, like having hardened emotions and not having empathy or caring. That's not what this is about at all. What this is about is it's taking what's happening in your life and being able to deal with the challenges and come back from them, right? So you can be knocked down, but how you respond and jump back up, that's what matters, right? We all get knocked out. We all have those struggles and that's totally fine. But when I talk about motivation being fleeting, so like my motivation in life is to give my family financial freedom. There's reasons why I take the steps that I do um, and why I work as hard as I work. It's to make sure that my family doesn't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from. Okay. Like that's not a thing that I ever want us to deal with. And if that means I have to work a little bit harder then I will. And that's something that I do. But when I'm not feeling my best and things are happening that are kicking me down, that motivation just doesn't exist. It's not there. Like, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to work my business. I don't want to get out of bed, right? Like, we can get kicked to a point that that's how we feel, okay? However, the other thing that I wanted to kind of call attention to is really the ability to leverage other emotions. So I was angry, I was sad, I was frustrated, but I still felt a responsibility 
to my family and my team at work and my ladies in Color Street and all of those things. And I still felt a sense of loyalty to them despite everything, right? Like I have to show up for these other people. If I can't show up for me, I can show up for them. Okay. And so my desire was still there to create this world for my family, but I leveraged my anger and there's a difference between desire and motivation, right? So the desire is really, um, sorry, desire, <laughs> lost my train of thought. Desire concentrates more on kind of a longing for something to be a different way, right? Or a specific way. And it's an idea that you have in your head. So for me, my desire, right, is that financial stability. If I want to go on a weekend trip, I want to be able to pick up my family and go and not think about, well, how, how are we going to pay for this? And what is that going to impact in the long run, right? And so I have to overcome my money thoughts, one. But then also motivation is really that force that keeps progressing you forward. And sometimes, you guys, motivation is fleeting, right? Like sometimes we don't want to get out of bed. So to get me through the week, I really really leverage my responsibility to others and my anger at the situation. And guys, anger is, it's not bad to be upset. It's not bad to be angry. And I think that especially women, like if we're angry or we're loud or we're crying or whatever it is, there's still people in society that say, whoa, you're crazy, right? But when reality, we're not crazy. We're going through some stuff and our emotions are valid. So I want you to kind of, as you're listening to this, think about the times that people have called you crazy. And I want you to realize one thing. They called you crazy because they're not dealing with what you're dealing with. And maybe they wouldn't deal with it the way you do. And they have no emotional intelligence around that. And that's fine. They are on their own journey. They're on their own thing. But you need to not take someone calling you crazy to heart. You need to not take your emotions and minimize them. You're allowed to be pissed the fuck off. You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to be hysterically crying if it makes you feel better. What you're not allowed to do is to let that win, okay? You need to decide to not let the negative emotions win, okay? So I'm gonna talk about the three laws of emotional strength. The first law is the law of attention, okay? So what that means is whatever you dwell on or give your intention to it's going to become what's prominent in your mind. So if you're constantly focusing and choosing one specific thought, one specific situation, that becomes your reality and your emotions and how you're reacting to that situation is going to impact and bleed into every other situation in your life. Okay, so let me give you an example. Our refrigerator is still out <laughs> in our house. We're waiting on parts for it to fix it. And I'm angry about it, you guys. Like, my refrigerator is just over a year old, so of course out of warranty. And it's not a great situation to be in. But if I constantly dwell on the fact that I don't have milk in my house for my son, <laughs> we do have, like, a half gallon and a mini fridge. But, like, I can't just, like, buy bulk milk because he goes through milk like it's his only nutrient <laughs> supplement or an only way for him to get what he needs, right? I'm sure you guys have kids like that. Um but like if I dwelled on the fact that we don't have our refrigerator right now and it's going to cost me a lot of money to fix it and it's it's going to be this situation and it's something that is stressing me out. If I continue to dwell on that only and I don't pull myself out of that and I don't deal with it and deal with the emotions I'm having and choose something else to pick, then that's going to be what my mind 
feels is prominent, right? Like that's going to be the thing that I think about all the time. And those negative emotions are going to bleed into every aspect of my life. And how is that fair? How is that fair for my son and my husband? How is that fair for my my colleagues? How is that fair for anyone that I interact with when they didn't break my fridge? They're not responsible for that, right? I didn't break my fridge. It's a mechanical thing that's going to break. It's a real thing. As much as it sucks and as much as I'm irritated by it, I can't change it by being irritated. I can't fix it by being upset about it. So that's the law of attention. So giving attention where attention is due on something positive in your life is vastly more important. Okay, which is where that gratitude came in for me and picking those things that do bring me joy, do bring me happiness, and do bring me strength. Okay, so then there's the law of exchange. What the law of exchange truly means is like you can consciously decide to take the negative thought that you're having and just swap it out with a positive one. I know it sounds, sounds easier said than done, right? Like, let's be real. It's very difficult to do this when you're stuck in that negative mindset. But here's how it works, okay? So if you wake up in the morning and you're like, geez, there's $20 in my bank account. I don't know how I'm going to buy groceries. I don't know how I'm going to buy gas. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't get paid until next week. And like you're spiraling into those negative thoughts. When in reality, what you could say is, I have enough food to survive today, right? I have enough for now. When I get paid, I will solve this problem, right? So you're choosing to be positive about the fix is coming, right? Like I'm looking forward instead of dwelling in the current and you get to swap those out, right? So instead of me saying, oh, I need to lose 30 pounds, right? Or whatever it might be that you're feeling negative about. So the example of weight loss is an easy one, right? So to kind of illustrate the point is if you're stressed out and you're like, oh, I need to lose weight. I need to do this. When in reality, you could say, I'm where I am currently. And if I lose weight, sure, that will change some things for me. But I can choose to be happy today. I'm happy with my relationship. I'm happy with my house. I'm happy with my job. Like there are a lot of things that you could swap that out with. I need to lose 30 pounds. Okay. But the negative thought isn't about losing the 30 pounds. It's about how how bad you make yourself feel about it, right? So exchanging those negative thoughts for positive thoughts. Like you can do away with the negative thought only when you replace it with a positive thought, right? And that like thought process is, is so crucial to make a point of, right? And to call yourself out when you're having those negative thoughts and say, nope, I'm gonna think this way. Because our survival brain and how we want to be as humans absolutely reverse to that. We naturally will go to the worst possible solution because we've seen that happen before, right? Our brain has proof of that. But we have to actually prove to ourselves that the positive exists. And we have to consciously make that decision to choose positive over negative. Okay, so that's the law of exchange. The last one is the law of reversibility. And this one is my favorite one because our brain is so freaking amazing. The law of reversibility can refers to our capability to produce feelings as a result of deliberate behavior. Okay. Here's what I mean. We can choose (laughs) to start achieving a certain thing and we can start taking the small steps to it. And when we start to take those actions to overcome a negative thought, 
that's when we actually start to change. If we force ourselves to take the action instead of living in the negative thought, we then start to produce feelings that are positive. And we start to reverse those thoughts. We start to reverse um, how we actually are feeling day to day. Okay, that's how we naturally get out of a negative slope. That's how our brain deliberately takes action. Okay, so let's think about my refrigerator situation. Okay, so if I if I would have not taken any action with the fridge, right? And I'm like, oh, it's broken. I lost all my food. I guess this is my new life. Like those things, okay? Or like if I would have decided that the fridge is just going to stay broken forever, okay? But instead, what I did is I started making phone calls. I started trying to change the way I feel about the situation by trying to find a solution to solve it, okay? We do this all day long, every day, but for some reason, there are certain things that are more triggering and more heavy that we have to do purposefully, okay? So let's think about um, me taking those actions, right? And buying smaller portions of milk to put in the mini fridge so my son still has milk. I'm taking actions to be able to make the situation we're in manageable versus taking no action and staying feeling wow, I spent all this money on a new fridge, not not even that long ago. And here I am going to have to spend a lot of money to fix it. Like, that's stressful. It really is. But at the end of the day, everybody is still here in my family. The people I love are still here. By me taking actions to overcome it and knowing that I'm working towards that problem being solved is starting to produce feelings of I can handle this. I can overcome this. I can deal with this, right? It's going to be okay. It will be solved soon, right? It's the same thing in a relationship. Like when you feel angry at your spouse or whatever it might be, and you're just dwelling on it, but you refuse to talk, right? So you just refuse to get it out. If you force yourself, right, to have the conversation and you take the deliberate actions and deliberate behavior to have the conversation, you can work towards producing feelings of forgiveness, of appreciation again, those things. But if you constantly are dwelling on all the negative and you're choosing to not change your actions, then you're choosing to not make things better, right? So that's the law of reversibility. It's really just Our given capability, because our brain is amazing, to produce feelings as a result of taking deliberate actions, okay, or deliberate behavior. So with those three laws of emotional strength, I feel like there's a lot that we can really overcome as a society if we really focus on it. But the problem is, you guys, it's easier to focus on the negative and the hate because it's so evident, right? Like the media puts it in our face. We see it as we walk around every day and we're inundated with this. But at the end of the day, we have to make a choice to no longer allow that to rule our world, okay? We have to let our life and what we're doing be more, say more, and show love more. Okay, like I see so much positivity on my Facebook and my Instagram and all of those things, but that's because I've curated it that way, right? So it's easy to stay in social media and stay your rose-colored glasses and not see those things. 
I have curated specifically the people that I follow because I don't want to follow people that have hate. I don't want to see that stuff all day. But if I don't see it and I choose to not acknowledge that it exists, then I'm failing too. Just like if we're having a stressful moment in my marriage or with the refrigerator or whatever, and I choose to not acknowledge it, I'm not going to overcome it. It's going to dwell in my brain for a very long time because I know it's there. So we have to choose positive over negative. And I might be an extremely positive person, but you guys, we all have moments. It doesn't mean that I'm all sunshine and rainbows all the damn time. I'm not. But it means that I have the ability to overcome negative because I choose positive thoughts, because I choose those moments. Absolutely. Did I have a good cry? For sure. Did I sleep for a very long time? Yep. Because I needed to mentally recharge my positive brain to be able to step into today, step into the rest of the week, my last week until I have to pay that super high bill (laughs) to fix my fridge that I know is coming. But at the end of the day, I have to be strong for me. I can't really depend on other people to carry me through. And that's not because they won't. I have amazing friends and amazing family in my life that will absolutely let me borrow their strength a hundred times over. They'll let me borrow their belief. They'll let me do whatever because they love me and because they know they can, right? And they, they know that I would do the same for them. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, you have to choose to be strong for you because sometimes the people that you want to be strong for you are not there anymore. Okay, so you have to learn to be strong for you too. Their strength is a bonus and it's not a given, right? There are times where they're going through stuff and they're not gonna be able to be strong for you too. You might be going through something together, right? And you're both feeling like crap. It's not up to the other people to help you feel strong. It's up to you. Being able to have their strength and their love and their backbone and (laughs) everything that they can give to you is absolutely a bonus. So I hope you guys choose to practice the three laws of emotional strength. I hope that when things get rough for you, you have someone you can vent to. You can cry. It's okay. It really is. You can be angry. Sometimes anger can really fuel the biggest, best comebacks because we get angry And we can internalize the motivation that anger can bring to us. And we can overcome things that way. And we can prove people wrong, right? But at the end of the day, it has to be from a place of compassion for yourself, for your family, for your situation. And compassion overall for your life and your destination. It is definitely not about today's moments. It's about tomorrow's future. So I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. Remember that there are people that love you and I hope that you find strength in yourself. If you are joining this journey with me to empower yourself and others, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a rating with a review. Until next time, unicorns, I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I hope you decide today to be unapologetically you.